So, if given the choice, would you rather be swallowed whole <laughs> by a megalodon or drowned to death? Good lord. It's kind of like the same thing. <laughs> One, you're just like, well. One's definitely speedier than the other, you know? Yeah, I guess I'd rather be swallowed whole. I'm just, I don't know. I feel like yeah, but if, if you don't die right away, then you have to be like fucking. But then you're just drowned to death inside of a shark. Yeah. You're basically suffocated or drowned to death. Yeah. But you're inside a shark. I don't know. Just drowning just sounds so horrible to me. It always has. Drowning just is like one of those like movie fears. Yeah, I don't know if I've I don't know if I've I've talked about it on this podcast or not. Um, I probably have knowing us, but there's there's a a movie called The Hunley, which is about the first underwater submersible, and it's during the uh, uh, during the Civil War. The um, the um, I wanted to say the British, uh, the uh, <laughs> the guys that were not the good guys. What are those guys called? Uh, what war? Huh? Which war? Civil War. Um, like the North and the South. Yeah, what Civil was it? War. The South. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Sorry, there's there's actual like names for them because the North were the. Well, I don't think Europe was involved in our Civil War. I know, but that's what that's why I'm saying. I, I wanted to call them the British, but that's not that is incorrect. <laughs> I'm just thinking that the British has the bad guys, which is the uh, the War for Independence. There we go. Um, anyways, I digress. Um, the Civil War, the South, they had uh, created a underwater submersible called the Hunley, and um, there's a great film on it but essentially spoiler alert all of uh the guys end up the the sub catches a leak it, as you can imagine very oh. rudimentary like uh um you know stuff that they're dealing with yeah, it's not high tech by any means so stuff. it's just a, a metal thing that essentially sinks and the entire crew has to kind of drowned to death and they know oh. that they're going to drown to death there's no way for them to really escape and they have to just sit there and kind of wait for it to happen and that's oh see yeah me. that's like, what i that's why i yeah. want to lean towards getting swallowed whole and just hope that it can just like maybe crush you, you with its yeah. you know trying to swallow you action yeah plus i mean a mix of lack of air but drowning or like suffocating like dude freaks me out like the leading the lead time is just yeah oh yeah. god yeah and yeah, just the, your body's like fight yeah fighting it yeah you're in the full panic. Yeah. panic mode yeah yeah so on the up here's to being swallowed to death yeah right <clears throat> by a megalodon So, here we are, back on Amity Island. 
<laughs> this is the Johnny Jaws cast. I am your host, Johnny Horror. With me tonight, once again, as always, the number one deckhand, first mate, dude who's just on board the vessel because nobody else will be, you know, why not? Uh, Brian Eric Calvert! How are you, buddy? So good. Yeah? It was better 10 yeah. seconds ago. So. Okay, never better. Got Take it. Take what you can get. <laughs> the best you've ever been, obviously. Right. <laughs> Here we are. Um... <laughs> Yeah, uh, well, like I said, we are uh, back here on uh, Amity Island doing the Johnny Jaws cast, making our way through all the various, uh, you know, points on the island and um, talking about shark movies and very, very specifically uh, a Megalodon movie this evening. Um, maybe not the one that is currently in theaters <laughs> which might have been ideal but uh, i didn't know this was a megalodon movie no. until we started it no no ah see i did i did know that yeah. i i think we we might have discussed it on our last episode probably w which we recorded back in like april yeah. um this is now very very <laughs> nearly <laughs> september um this episode will be dropping sometime in October, so, um, but, uh, yeah, uh, Brian, what, um, do you recollect how old you were, um, or just when you first became aware of the Megalodon? Oh, man. I don't know. Like, Knowing there were sharks, very young. Knowing that there was a prehistoric, like, giant shark. I don't know when I first learned about that. I feel like it was probably pretty young. I don't know. It was probably, like, some Jaws era. Like, oh, there's this little thing that used to happen. And probably as a kid, I was like, what? The biggest shark ever? And we all... Yeah. Dumb boys probably talked about it, but I can't remember like a distinct moment of realizing that there used to be a 30 foot plus shark. Yeah, no, I don't know. Damn. I think about the time that like it first, it had to have first like stuck in my brain. Yeah. Was the first time I saw Jaws because there is the moment early on in the film where Chief Brody is flipping through the shark book. That's right. And he sees the shot of um, I, I, the National History Museum. Right, right. Like, set of jaws. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> six different, like, doctors of, you yeah. know, scientific history. That like, so good standing inside this set yep. of jaws and you just see it for a split second mm -hmm. and you're like wait what what the fuck yeah there's a shark that can swallow six men at a time what are you talking about yeah. um oh it's so good too they just like that split they second it. like yeah set that little tone like it's huge yeah 
Yeah. And cool. <laughs> it just puts it in your mind that, you know, essentially the shark that they're dealing with in Jaws is unprecedented, right. you know? Yeah. Um, totally. And I think that was probably the first time I really became aware of it. Obviously, after I saw Jaws, I became really infatuated with sharks. So I read, read uh, a lot of shark books. I went to, you know back when you would fucking go to the library and not the <laughs> internet. God, I feel, like I feel like I'm a million years old. Um, but I would get, I'd come home with like six different like shark books and just go through them. I would usually, if I'm being completely honest, usually only read the bits about the man-eating sharks. Cool. I, would, I would do a little bit into some of the other sharks and just try and figure out about them for right. sure. But I mean, I would, anytime I got a book, I would flip straight to the, the great white page and yes. read all about that. Um, but I actually got that specific book that they, they use in jaws. Like I got that, that book and like read through it. Cause that, all those pictures and everything that he looks at in that, um, scene in jaws, like, yeah. I had that that book at one point or another. If you can still get it, <sighs> I'm sure. I'm sure, I'm sure you can look it up there. and yeah, find it. Um, it's it's great. That would you, be cool. Yeah, I mean all the the bits in it too with the the guy that's like got his leg like chewed off and random ass parts yeah. too. Where you're like, how the fuck did the shark eat his leg <laughs> diagonally? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't make any sense. It's just chomping. Um, but I once I got a, a hold of those books, that's kind of when I really became aware that there's this prehistoric shark that yeah. was essentially like a great white times ten. Right. Yeah. And like, okay, um, what's bigger? Yeah. How big can a great white get? Oh, there's this other thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um That's awesome though. And then, you know, Years later, I would read Steve Alton's, you know, novelization of the, uh, or I shouldn't say novelization, his novel, uh, Meg, and um, I think, as we've talked about before, when we did our Meg episode, I think those novels are great horror adventure novels. They're very, very scary. Okay. Um they are described in great detail of what it would be like to be eaten by a megalodon. Um, which... It's crazy. Unfortunately, we don't get a ton of Man. in um, this flick. But, um, you know, that's to be... Continue. Uh, for now, for the time being, we're getting a phone call at uh, Chief Brody's house. All right. Uh, so here at Chief Brody's house, we're just getting caught up on what's going around uh, on Amity Island. What's what's going down? Um, basically, what shark news we have. I don't think we have a ton of. Stuff as far as shark news is concerned, um, the only tidbit that I can really think of is that Meg 2 is now on video on demand. You can rent it and watch it uh, at home. Um, but 
Uh, while I am a big proponent of just being able to watch shit at home because I, I like the convenience of it. I have a child. It's hard to make it out to the movies. Um, that being said, I think Meg 2 is a film that you should absolutely see on the big screen if you can. I would love to see it on the big screen, okay. personally. I, I haven't I, seen I, it yet, <laughs> but uh, personally, that's I would not my love fault. You were invited. <laughs> <laughs> you were invited. It wasn't like I wouldn't You invited have... me that afternoon. <laughs> I only found out that I was going like the day before, and the entire time I was like, he's not going to go. He's not going to go. We literally hung out five days ago. <laughs> he's not going to go. Um, he's still mad at me for getting him drunk, <laughs> even though he's a grown-ass man <laughs> and he should know how to pace himself no. and drink water. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, I did invite you. I just want that to be said. And I also, when I went to the movie, I did not drink. So, you know, there you go. Wow. I know. You were saving yourself. I was driving, so... <laughs> so you were saving I, yourself. I went and saw the movie by myself. we go see it together. Yeah. Your second time. Would you go see it a second time? Mm-hmm. Meg 2? Mm-hmm. You're like, yes, repeat in the theaters. Not twice, just because it's with me. Twice and the because tea. alcohol <laughs> can be provided, but... You would actually I, see it again in theaters. Somebody asked me, they they asked me recently at the bar, they're like, what, like, what movie, because they were asking, they're like, like <laughs> what's what's a good movie right now? I was like, well, it kind of depends. Like, I, I've seen most of them that came out this summer. And they're like, I well, well, like, what, what was the best one? I was like, well, that depends on your definition of best. <laughs> like, like in my mind, I'm like, well, Oppenheimer and Mission Impossible were like, and I feel like poor Mission Impossible just got Dude, the shaft because just snowball because Barbie and Oppenheimer came out the weekend after. Dude, poor Tom Cruise, he's probably just buried it, <laughs> counting his fists into the hill that is Scientology. Uh, he's right like, now. I did so many stunts and almost killed myself yeah. so many times. Um, um, but both of those Oppenheimer is just like, it's, I don't know any other way to describe it other than that it's incredible. It's like a perfect film. So now that it's been out for a minute, I keep like, I try not to, but on Instagram there's like clips and clips and scenes. I'm just like, oh. It, well, that's so it's good. it's such like, a massive movie that you can right. just watch those clips out of context and it True. won't really do anything. The only ones I've seen are like with him and Albert Einstein, which are like yeah, obviously like historically amazing. And yeah. I want more, and I know that there's so much yeah. in that cast. Yeah, in the clips that I haven't seen, just knowing who's in the cast, I'm just like, oh, I need to go to the movies. I told Kelsey last night, I'm like, we're fucking up i'm like this whole summer we've just been like oh let's just move into this house and, and just fucking yeah let's paint. do like big and, like, big adult things be and, adults and i'm like fuck that i don't want to go to the movies i'm like tom cruise almost died harrison ford probably almost died <laughs> you know it's like every day <laughs> he's always scratching a plate or something there's barbie there's bombs there's sharks yeah. There's five right out the gate heavy hitters that are all still in the yeah. I haven't I, seen a single fucking one of them. I'm getting upset about it. 
I apologize. No, I no, saw it's fine. We'll I saw again. all of them. I haven't seen Barbie yet. I haven't seen Barbie yet, but Barbie's one that I'm like, yeah, I can wait for streaming. Like, I don't think and it, there's anything even remotely like, I got to see Barbie on the big screen. I just don't. Um, <laughs> you have yeah, seen it, though. I have not seen Barbie. Oh! I have not seen Barbie. Um... I can't well, go see Barbie I, with you as a first. Kelsey really wants to see it. Out of all these fucking movies, she's like, we're going to go see Barbie. I tried right. to... You, it was supposed to be you, me, and Christian. I, oh, like, that's right. I, he... Celeste well, made a joke about me going to see it with Christian, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's funny. I'll tell Christian. And Christian was like, no, dude, let's go. Should we take Brian? And in my mind, I'm like... <laughs> Brian's never gonna go for this, and okay. then he like threw it in the group message. Yeah, and well, then you, this, like, you, the gave, you gave like a minimal response, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, no, he's never gonna go for it." <laughs> I had to break it to Christian. Christian's like, "He doesn't want to go." I was like, "No." I said, "Yes." <laughs> you said yes, but it was not a real yes. It was a real yes. It was a real yes. Anyways, I digress. Somebody asked me, they're like, "What is the best movie?" That you saw, and I was like, well, the, what's the best, and what's the one that I enjoyed the most? Or like, what's the one that you enjoyed the most? And I said Meg 2. Damn! Uh, that was the, and... Without seeing and Barbie. I, yeah, without seeing Barbie. <laughs> I don't, I still don't think that would be a contender as much as I love Barbie. I don't Barbie's going to contend with Meg 2. I do not. Um, All right. Um, Peace around. Yes, very, very much so. Very I've just heard you a know, lot of positive reviews you know about Barbie, and that, I've heard very minimal reviews about you Meg know, 2. you haven't watched my review on Meg 2. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I haven't watched the fucking movie yet. Yeah. Why I would I watch a review? There was, usually starts was a, with like, um, spoiler alerts. <laughs> <laughs> there, was no, there was no spoilers in this one. Shocking. Maybe Where are their nipples? Um... But, uh, there might have been a nip. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> the fact of the matter remains, I saw, let's see, I saw Indiana Jones drunk. I saw Mission Impossible drunk. I saw Oppenheimer drunk. Um, I saw The Flash drunk. The Flash I, saw... I saw The Flash. It's on demand now, so I saw The Flash. I saw the Meg 2 sober and had more fun. And everything's more fun when I'm drunk. Everything is more fun when I'm drunk. So the <laughs> fact that I saw Meg 2 sober and I had more fun watching Meg 2 than anything. And it surpassed all the drunk movies. Absolutely. Absolutely. Damn. So that's, this is that's making me more frustrated, though. I don't want to spoil it because eventually we will cover Meg 2 on this podcast. Please don't. But, like... Meg 2 is what Meg should have been. So. Uh, so but. When I take Kelsey to the movies, we're going to see Barbie first. So. Yeah, well, I would be very disappointed if you decided to see Meg 2. Actually, I don't know. I might actually be pretty impressed. <laughs> Kelsey would be very disappointed if I took her to see Meg 2 first. Uh, Let's get a dollar with Barbie. I already got the tickets. <laughs> Barbie's in theater five. No, it's also in theater two. I don't know why it says Meg two, but this is what my ticket say. Trust me, it's in my pocket. Let's go. Sit down. These are your seats. Um, well, unfortunately, we're not talking about Meg two tonight. We are talking about we are not the Black Demon. Oof. 
And uh, <laughs> we are, gosh, being called away to the Amity Police Station. Here at the Amity Police Station, we just gotta talk about a couple of things. Brian, I apologize. Um, I did not give this to you in your notes, but uh, as per usual, we need your best bad breakdown. Is this something that you could possibly do? Ooh, on the fly? that's right. All right, give me a second. Give me a second. I missed a couple things actually. There were a few that I was like, ooh, I forgot to fill those out. Um, it's all right. I know that one. I don't know. We'll give it time. Worry about the, the bad breakdown right now. Mm. Fuck. <laughs> I got to think about it. Bad breakdown, bad breakdown. Well, in the meantime, we could just talk about, like, when was the first time you heard about this film? Was it on this podcast? No, I saw it when the preview came out. There was a solid preview that came out, and it was like, oh, I think I showed you the preview. You probably did, yeah. Yeah. It's probably on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And, man, it did not quite live up to said standards. Well, we'll um, get to that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think it the preview actually does a pretty good job of marketing this film. I won't say right. selling this film, I'll say marketing this That's film. That's a great way to put it. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, not to... <laughs> Not to, you know, get too ahead of ourselves, but um, I, I do think that they they did a hell of a job with being like, hey, this is a movie with a big shark in it that's going to eat people. A shark in it. Yeah. It See, that's the thing. I didn't, I still didn't know until we started the film that it was supposed to be a Megalodon film. Mm -hmm. I thought it was a shark film. Cool. Assuming it's going to be a bigger Great white. I don't. Think, I had no idea. I don't think they actually sell it so much in the um, the actual trailer, but like in the description of yeah. the trailer, it's like, oh yeah, this this new megalodon film. Um, you know, if you don't have a bad breakdown, I, I have know. a general bad bad breakdown. Dude, hit me. My general bad breakdown is that whatever his stupid fucking title, VP of Sales or whatever, <laughs> for Ford. Oh. Runs amok, finds himself diving into the oil sales and getting himself in a shit ton of trouble. He finds a nice Mexican lady, marries her, makes a family, uses his Ford money to supplement his oil development that goes awry, and which he not only angers the locals. <laughs> But they're gods. Therefore, bringing upon, apparently, a megalodon <laughs> to his new oil rig funded by his fork money. So, um, Brian is referencing <laughs> the fact that Josh Lucas plays the douchebag corporate person in, in, every movie. in Ford versus Ferrari specifically. Um <laughs> Apparently, yes, he does. Apparently, that that you know deal went bad, so he decided to get into the oil business. And well, um, bad, but... 
do some shady shit and that leads to bringing you uh, around uh, apocalyptic it, megalodon. Yeah. <laughs> Based off gods. Megalodon. Uh, um, you know, that's that's all great. It's <laughs> slightly terrifying. You know, maybe maybe there there's a bit of concern, but I still <laughs> want to go and enjoy some beautiful white sand beaches. Um, here at uh, these lovely beaches on Amity Island, we are just going to talk about the good stuff, um, uh, aka the stuff we, we, we really liked about this movie. So, Brian, why don't you hit me with a good thing? The guy from Nacho Libre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he's, I think he's the, definitely in this movie. For uh, the first hour of the film, that was my only thing on the good list, was that all of a sudden I looked up and I was like, this guy from Nacho Libre, and he killed it. He probably had one of the best roles in the entire film. He's just a boat driver and he takes him, doesn't even take him all the way. Nope. <laughs> Can't even say he takes him from point A to point B. He, he doesn't even do he that. He had his personal boat on the beach that said, ship happens. <laughs> painted on the side. <laughs> he puts them on the oil-sponsored boat. Takes them maybe halfway to some random dock out in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, a little odd. And says, nah, I can't go any further because he fucking knows it's going down. And sends white boy out on his way on his own boat. Yeah. And he turns around and goes right back to the beach. And just goes back to sleep. <laughs> For him, he even it was sees, amazing. Yeah, he even sees the mother being harassed by the yes. the, the locals and, and do... just ignores. Yeah, so that's kind he's of... a he's definitely a winner. Yeah, <laughs> not ideal, not ideal. I did have another one though mm-hmm. that you and I talked about, and it was that little bit of voodoo reference. Yeah, yeah. That... No, this is this is your catch actually. Like, I is... kind of loved it. Just, like, it had a little bit of, you know, mm-hmm. toe into it. That there was, like, this whole voodoo god kind of aspect over the entire situation. Yeah, so that was, like, my interpretation of the, the trailer of the film is that okay. somebody else had brought okay. this, this shark about. Mm-hmm. Um, rather than it necessarily being a force of nature, like I kind of thought right. that, like the town had become downtrodden and that people were, you know, losing money, losing hope, and that yeah. everything was just getting really decrepit. So somebody brought that shark out mm. to essentially destroy the oil rig, right? Um, and that, that was kind of my interpretation of the trailer. Cool. Um, That's rad, though. I hadn't really quite put the two together yeah. like you had when you we were watching it and you yeah. like looked at me and you said, hey, isn't this kind of like that bit in Jaws, <laughs> the, the Revenge, the book? And I was like, book specifically. you haven't even read the book. <laughs> but it's amazing to me that you remember that. Um, because... Ladies and gentlemen, the shit that I will beg this guy to remember on a on a day to day basis, and he will forget, is is astounding. God bless him; he's got a lot on his plate, but still, be like, hey, just check your calendar, <laughs> see if you got some time for me. 
days later, I'll be like, hey, did you check? And he'll be like, food yes! is <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, shark. Um, but, uh, yeah, which is essentially very in line with what happens in Jaws the Revenge. Yeah. The novel, um, the novelization. In the film, they, they don't go into it very much, but in the book, there's a character that uses voodoo to get the shark to attack the brodies basically right. um and i agree that's very much i kind of like that being more the approach and i was kind of hoping honestly that that was going to be somewhat of the payoff yeah. in this in this film same um but uh that kind of leads into one of one of the things that I had listed for the goods in in this one, which is just the premise. I really the this film really drew me in. Like I saw all the bad reviews. Yeah. I knew that it wasn't highly rated by any oh, means. But I just liked the premise of a group of people being stuck on an oil rig and yeah. this kind of mythical megalodon coming out from the depths to yeah. attack them right without there being too much of a reason why yeah you know um i really 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 enjoyed that that setup i thought that was really cool and i mean i still think it's cool i think there's yeah. a there's a hell of a movie to be made um <laughs> from that premise <laughs> whether or not we got it is you know remains to be seen but um um, there is a sequence in this film that I thought was really kind of cool and really out of nowhere. It doesn't make any sense, but it's kind of like right in line with the over the top bullshittery that I like in my horror movies, which, uh, there's a, a sequence in which the, the daughter falls into the water and mm -hmm. she falls into what is essentially like a watery graveyard. There's just yeah. body parts littered Dude. everywhere. Fingers, legs, hands, and like all sorts of shit. And I don't know because we got to get a little, little bit of backstory here. The, the shark does have the odd power of being able to um, give people hallucinations when they're in the water. Right. Um, it was like a foggy thing used... I mean, it was pretty primarily anytime someone was in the water. Yeah, but like but not, not, not explained given, enough. Not given enough to really understand why or what was yes, happening. exactly. So I... And that happened at various points... Excuse me, that happened at various points in the film, but I don't know if this was one of those points or not. Like, yeah, I don't know if it was, but nevertheless, she falls into this this watery yeah. graveyard of just, like, fucking body parts littered everywhere. And I just, it was so unexpected, so out of the blue, yeah. I just got such a kick out of it. I was like, yeah. yes, this is the level of fucking insanity that this film should be dealing in all yes. the time. Yeah, constantly. Um, and I think one of our, our lead actors felt that same way too, but more on that <laughs> later. Um, 
Uh, especially since they like the family had just gotten to the yeah, rig, and yeah, she they, just happened to like misstep into the yeah. water. It, and it, it was just like, whoa, okay, we're it is, in it. It is a very, very intense moment. Yeah. In and out awesome. of context, yes. for sure. Um, what what do you have? What else do you have for goods? Uh, I liked the intro diver scene a lot. I thought that was a cool. Yeah. Well, aspects of it. I thought there were certain aspects of it that set it up really cool as them being in the water. The fact that it's leaking oil, so all the water yes. around them has like that was just oil that, clouds. That was just something that I liked a lot throughout yes. the film. I thought I it thought added it was a so very cool. cool aesthetic. So cool. I thought it it hides the CGI ness yep. of the shark very very yep. well. Yeah, it softens a lot of those angles. Mm -hmm. I thought that was super cool. And that intro was pretty rad. Like, just seeing, like, these clouds of black oil. Yeah. And there's only a little bit of light. And just he only just sees, like, the tail yeah. kick through or a fin. Yeah. And you could tell, like, there's a little bit of perspective with, like, the pillars. Yeah. That kind of gives you a sense. I like that shot a lot. I thought yeah. that was a very cool introduction that was to the rad. fish. I'm like, really okay, did. I like this. There's yeah. not a big touch on it. You don't see the whole thing right out the gate. Yeah. I'm like, all right, good, good start, good start, solid start. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. I thought that was all pretty well done. Yeah. There's a little bit of. I lean over to you, and there's there's a point where, the, dude that's on the little raft. Right. The the background, you're like, dude, those stars are coming in oh, yeah. really hot. You're like, God, this son of a bitch just looks like he's in a fucking studio. Almost tank. see what watt those bulbs were. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's really, really bad. Uh, but other than that, I thought that sequence was pretty fucking fire. Yeah, I like that intro a lot. That was a big one for me. Especially going forward with the rest of the movie. I was like, man, well, they set it up really damn yeah. well. I thought that was a cool, fun start Solid intro. Yep. Um, I really got a kick out of the part. The very first time they say... Uh, they say it a couple of times in the film, but the very first time that they say the black demon, yeah. <laughs> there is like a thunderous piece of scoring that happens. It's just like, dun, dun, dun. and both you and I looked at each other and we're like, oh yeah, Leo from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I, I just got a kick out of that. That, that, that shit made me laugh. So, yeah. you know, it's ridiculous and over the top as it was. That Absolutely. that ends up on my, my goods. That was a good one. Um, do you have anything else? That was most of it. The rest yeah. are kind of jokey. So okay. Yeah, I, like, uh, good ones. I have one last one, which is that was one badass white boy. Uh, which is <laughs> the very, very, very end yeah. of... Like the film, both you and I up to that point have been like, there's, and we'll get more into this in a moment, but there's not enough shark. There's, it's not, there's not enough like mayhem going on. Yeah. Um, but there are a couple of sequences in which the climax, you know, takes place. There's a couple of images and a couple of shots that I just thought were absolutely cool scary like 
like jaw dropping and like jump out of your chair like clapping. Yeah. Um, and like that took the film up a significant like at least 0.5 <laughs> for me just those last couple of shots yes it was really not doing good at all and then when those things happened i was like dude that that is the shit yeah. like seeing the shark just come up yep from the depths huge uh and the, both those shots the one that's like vertical down uh -huh. seeing the shark rise up i thought was amazing and so then cool. seeing seeing the the shot from the side where As the it shark swallows him yeah. before the detonate. Yeah. Yeah. And, so and then, cool. like, you just think that the he got eaten and yep. then the bomb goes off. And you see it in its gills. Yeah, dude. Like, I thought that, that was, was cool. I thought that was fucking really cool. Yep. That made me be like, oh, fuck yeah, they did it. Like, yep. um, when we started the movie, they, out of 400 reviews that were on there, it was a two star. And I. <laughs> I told you, I'm like, that's where all 400 people gave it the second star. Absolutely. That last, that segment of four seconds. 100%. <laughs> because that's when I would have given it a second yes. star. Yes. Because everything up until that, I'm like, one, hard one. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, all right, two. <laughs> yeah. And then it all made sense yeah. seeing that review up there. Yeah. I'm like, all right, now I get it. Yeah. You got to watch all the way through. Which we talked to Celeste about. She was like, have you ever walked out of a movie before? And I was like, no, never. And I'm like, I can't wrap my head around walking out of a movie. No. And this is like the most case in point situation. Yeah, it was, see, it's, it's one of, It didn't, you know, make the film for me, but. Yeah, but it, 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 it made, it made sitting all the way through it worth it, yes. I think. I was like, had it okay. not had those final shots, then we both would have been kind of like, like oh, I'm, I'm going home. I think, I think we, I think we, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if we have done this podcast. It's exactly. Like, what, what good things do we have to say yeah. about this? I was like, man, if you want to, if you want to record a, a real trash talking podcast, <laughs> we can do it. But man. <laughs> you know, when the thing is, though, it's like, when it's this bad, you know, I just want to get the fuck off the beach yeah. and, you know, get on a boat. There we go. And head out to, to the the high seas. Unfortunately, I got with a little bit more of an aggressive captain and we ended up <laughs> on Ben Gardner's boat. Here on Ben Gardner's boat, we just talk about the shit that we <laughs> didn't like about this flick. And I have a feeling this is going to be a very long segment. So, Bri, why man. don't you take it away and hit me with your first dislike? Oh, man. A lot of mine are in the same category, but they still... I broke them out a little bit, but man. I was going, you know... What's the right word? Uh, chronologically, as we were yeah, watching yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, me too. I was just like, the first one on my list. I was like, this funky, fake-ass family. Mm -hmm. I'm like, man, this casting is painful. Yeah. Like, everything about it. And we were talking about it the whole time. I'm like, what's going on here? I'm like, the most whitest of white boys. The, like, 
maybe half Mexican gal, yeah. and then like the most very Mexican children. Yes. In. I'm like, what dynamic are we pitching here, yeah. and why? Also, yeah, yeah. So that was one of my first ones. I I agree with that. I it was one of those first things where like. In these types of films, these types of family-driven, you know, horror flicks, you have this, like, oh, we got to show how they work as a unit Uh beforehand. The connection. How they are laughing and talking. And I'm like, I hate that shit because it's just so cliche and it's so forced. And I'm like, I've watched these people and I'm like... God, they're just coming on so hard with like, oh, you're so good, God, you're you're this, this is your personality, I'm saying it out loud. Oh, God, you're just like, oh, so, I'm like, you're the angsty teenager, (laughs) you're the soft-spoken intellectual son, yeah, (laughs) yeah, I, uh, I hate all of that shit, like, do better, it, it made me think of, um, I don't know if you've seen Jordan Peele's Us, but like, no, I haven't. Yet. It is a very, very similar like introduction to the family. Is They're it? in the car, yeah. and the dynamic is very much the same. Yeah, everyone uses it. Um, the car rides the easiest. Yeah, so it's, it's one of those things where it's like that's what it made me think of. Where like, uh, Jordan Peele does it a little bit better, but it still very much feels like, yeah, this isn't how people really are right. in a car um yeah. and i don't know like that was a big standout just right out the gate and yep. then just kind of it really it gets even worse from there as soon like, as they get out of the car it gets worse yeah yeah the um, family dynamic just gets worse yeah and worse and worse and it was one of those things where like, I told you at the very beginning, like, before we really kind of had a, a minute for the film to settle, I told you that I was really excited to see Josh Lucas in this film because I like him as an actor. I like a lot of the stuff that I've seen him in. I think yep. he's he's a, a fun, underrated actor. Um, and <laughs> boy, did I eat my words very, very quickly. Um, See, I haven't seen him in that many things. It's just probably the problem. Yeah. So, like, I tried very hard to not correspond him with, like, a douchebag. Uh-huh. And the entire time, I was just like, man, you are not making this easy. No. Well, I don't think his character's really given a lot to no. do besides be a douchebag. True. So. Right. And we'll talk more about that in a, in a, in a few. Right, but, yeah. like, the first negative thing that I had, and this is the first thing that we started joking about, <laughs> which is his hair. <laughs> I didn't write it down. <laughs> Dude, his, his wig, and this is something that I said in, like, Ford versus Ferrari. Like, it's just, like, dude, yes, <laughs> yes. Just is so, like, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I can see... The divide between your head and the actual like wig itself, uh, no, like, like two I inch overcarry. Yeah, it's like... so bad. I'm like, dude, you're go, you're bald. Like I can picture you bald. Yeah. Like bald. if if I can legitimately see what it looks like for you to be bald, and that bald. is more natural. I'm like, you're wearing a wig. Be bald. Um. Yeah. Just be bald. Like we were talking about. Just I'm be like, bald. Do a lot of that shit, man. Yeah. Rock that widow's peak. Own it. Own it. 
in a way, you know, obviously, I mean, there, there's, there's ways to do it. it. There's ways to do it. Yeah, Um, absolutely. That was, that was a big thing. And then, and then followed (laughs) swiftly by, uh, gosh, he just comes across as an absolute tool to the locals. Like in no world would I, as a white man ever just like drop (sighs) off in a town in Mexico and start asking random locals, do you speak English? Yeah. Jump do out of the car English? to a guy. Do you speak English? Like, like <laughs> three times in a row, particularly if my wife speaks fucking Spanish. Fluent Spanish. What the fuck? That's like, the most ass backwards way to approach Wait until he's about to get his ass fucking handed to him. And then comes in and it's just like... With cash. Yeah, with cash in our fucking pocket. Yeah. For the community. It's like... Yeah. Where was the donation 20 minutes ago? Yeah, before your husband was about to get... Before your husband was like fucking running his mouth. Left at the oil rig. Like, be like, hey man, I just need to know, like... I'm with the oil company, man. Like, you know, we we fucking practically built this place. Yeah, it's probably not your best yeah. approach. It's a scar over there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Mufasa died, right? <laughs> it was hanging on a cliff, and he was lipping off. And what happened? He wasn't lipping off. He was asking for help yeah. from his brother. It's not his fault. He didn't know his brother was a sack of shit. <laughs> potato, potato. No, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna put my foot down. I think I think you you went off you went off on a cliff yourself on that one. All right, whatever. You had the scar. <laughs> you did have a very blatant scar that I'm like, man, they tried a little too hard with that one, didn't they? Well, it started at the top of his forehead and went all the way down to his like lip. Yeah. He shouldn't have an eye. <laughs> Just saying. If the if the teenage girl can have fucking green contacts in, he should have she a cataract. He does not have green contacts. He I should told have you, the foggy one like scar. I looked her up. Those are her natural eye color. I'll buy it. What's your next one? <laughs> On the bad list? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I didn't use his name. I just put it as gringo. Uh, and then quotes. Keep an eye on my family, would you? Yeah. Has um, the bartender a yeah. random amount of cash yeah. and then gets on a boat and heads out to open yeah. the sea. After that, they've already been harassed. Yeah, I, that was that was like my next note too, which is Josh Lucas leaving his family at a fucking cantina. <laughs> like and giving the bartender whom I assume he's he's only ordered drinks from, hey, I, I, I trust you, like, sure, random person in a town, yeah. like, look after my wife and children, here's some money yeah. to definitely not rape my wife and children. <laughs> right. Of and all people, here's, like, here's the give thing. Give the bartender, whatever. Here's the thing. It's not, it's not the, 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 
the just stigma of that right that setting so much as the way that they just kind of film it and they frame it and the way that they they don't really yeah. have any interaction with this bartender no. it's just this guy no that he hands money to and he yeah. and the way he just kind of looks at him is shady oh, and you're just like it. okay that doesn't feel good and it's yeah. also like dude take care of your own fucking like there's yeah. I would never in a million years just leave my wife and kids at this place never. where they've already been never. like harassed yes. by yeah. people. Yep. It's just and, like, well, here, take care of my wife and family. Yeah. And and I like be. fucking at <laughs> <laughs> the beat. The Friends reference. Right? Why? Yeah, I don't know. You, I don't know. you hit it on the head. You were like, did they write the script in 1999, maybe? Or? Yeah, I just don't understand it. Like, I tried to, like, play devil's advocate and be like, well, maybe their parents watched it. Sure. And... Maybe like in a very very real to it in a, in a very very real world scenario that makes sense but in this very heightened like why are we just making references for the sake of making references like, oh fuck. it does not make sense at all wouldn't give like, these children anything to say they were on a break like oh my god what the fuck what yeah. is this, circa 1996? Like, Dude. fuck this shit. Like, that was, like, s stuck out so, so badly to me. Painfully. Yeah, I did not like that Painfully. at all. Painfully. I did not like that at all. And that was still at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was, like, early on. Like, if you're going to hit a friend's reference, like, softball it in and then hit it again later. Yeah. Or, like, do something. Or just don't fucking... Like why ever? There was it. no yeah. need for yeah. that. Yeah, that's the. It just it was a very very painfully dated reference that it was. Yeah. Just like, All right, cool. Some forty year old dude wrote this shit, and know? he was like non negotiable. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's just like, okay, <laughs> kids, <laughs> take it away. This is the cross you're gonna die on. Rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Hard hill. Yeah. Like, yeah. No. We need a 90s reference. It'll make the 90s kids laugh. I mean... 90s kids love shark movies, so maybe they're... We're talking about it. <laughs> we're talking about wrong. it. You're not wrong. <laughs> uh, as frustrated as I am, <laughs> we brought it up. We knew what they were talking like, about. Fucking us, stupid. Oh, we, we looked right at each other. I was like, why? Yeah. 
Yeah. Why? That was my only reference. Like, lean into it if you want to do it. Just, why? Yeah. Yep. Have him, like, I don't know, watching it on his fucking iPad or some shit like that, you know? Not that they could get the rights to it or anything, but just... True. This movie could not afford <laughs> by any means, but that would have you know? been a good segue. Yeah. For her to, like, tie into the conversation. Yeah. Even in that episode. Even if he just episodes. had his headphones in and, like, he pulled them off and was like, oh, God, Ross and Rachel, da 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 Like, that would have been a much better, like... Yes. As it stands, it just comes out of nowhere. It comes it's, out fucking left field, yeah. hard in the pain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my next one was just his little hissy fits. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, he has, he has just so many of them. I couldn't wrap my head around any of them. None of them are warranted. I, just, I, like, I the overreaction. Yeah, the the Josh Lucas's overacting in this film like oh i think we could just talk about this now like he's in a different movie yes like 100 percent. everybody else is more or less acting at the same level but yes that that man is on fucking cocaine yes everyone else is like hitting the caliber of like scary shark film yes and he's like <laughs> up and over the mountain with like reactions like emotions body language yes yes oh dude it's bad it's so bad and he is arguably the biggest actor yes in this movie so i do not understand next to what's his name from nacho libre yeah <laughs> fucking a we're talking big names here i mean read the room Big names, you don't even know his name. No! <laughs> but, ah, uh, what bothered me is just like, okay, you know, benefit of the doubt, by the end of the movie, you're like, oh, it's because he was trying to cover his ass and provide for his family or whatever. And that's why he's just like so over the top, constantly, constantly, mm-hmm. constantly. Like, that's why he's so upset at yeah. every little thing that's happening because yeah. he knows shit's coming to the surface. Yeah. But they don't hit that timeline well enough to, to get also, him to that point. Like that, That's not how you would act. That's not how I would act. No. It would be, you wouldn't draw more attention to yourself if you were right. trying to hide. You're losing your shit. Yeah. Absolutely oh not. You would God. absolutely play it as fucking razor sharp as possible. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, he's, I, I just don't, like, without a doubt, without a doubt, and this is absolutely unintentional, he was the most entertaining part of the film. That's true. I mean, that is both, true. I, I think it was every, I don't know, one to two minutes, you and I were, like, slapping each other, <laughs> being like, what is he doing now? What is he yeah. doing right now? Like, why? Because the amount that there is lacking of shark. Yeah. He fills voids with just insanity. <laughs> that That is kind of my next thing, which is like all of the human drama bullshit is so bad and it's never ending. This, this film... Oh my this God. This film 
can give lessons to soap operas. It's yes. just every other scene was somebody having an argument or having a like fucking philosophical discussion yeah. about what it means to be afraid of the gods and because we've overstepped right. as humans like and in that regard the the message of the film which is just obviously you know environmentalism bullshit just like comes on so so strong and so heavy so and like, I I understand like I'm there like I get it we we take too much from our earth but guess what at the end of the day the earth is going to be fine <laughs> we're not I don't no. think we have to worry about the world, us as a species, if we want to survive, we should be a little bit smarter about it at the oh, yeah. end of the day. The world's going to be just fine. The world's going to fucking lay us to rest <laughs> and not think twice. So I don't give a fuck about whether or not the planet's going to be okay. The planet's going to be fine. Us as a species, yeah, we probably fucked ourselves, but you know... I'm sorry, a giant shark movie, maybe not the best uh, way to go about teaching that message, or maybe it, it is, a, I don't know, but... turned into a weird swing. Yeah. Um, and that over-dramaticized, uh, whatever the terminology is, right? Dramaticized? Uh, dramatized? Dramatized. Dramatized. Yeah. Dude, it was just, like... It was like a half hour review, and I just being like, "Where is the shark, dude?" It, every I swear to Christ, there is like I'm not even saying just like footage of the shark, but like actual shark encounters and action, yeah. less than five minutes, and this oh, yeah. is a fucking hour and forty minute movie, which leaves a lot of fucking time for Josh <laughs> Lucas and his Hispanic wife to be having arguments. And even the kids say, are mom and dad fighting again? Again. Like, are mom and again. dad having one of their fights? Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, they I are. I told you, like, there was a point where, like, <laughs> the daughter looks at the dad and just like, dad, why do you look so weird right now? And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is just what he looks like. And his, like, fucking <laughs> black wife beater with his tattoo, just like his white boyness, his little chip on his lip. I was like, yeah, this is what it looks like when he gets ready to beat your mom. Like, I could not... <laughs> could not picture a scenario where Josh Lucas's character is not an absolute shitbag. I yeah. just cannot... He has no redeeming qualities. Yeah. In the no. entire and, film. And I even not told one. you, like, they make constant references in the first three quarters of this film about there needs to be a, a sacrifice. There needs to be a yep. sacrifice. And I'm like... Yeah, like Obviously, he's going to be the one yeah. to, to sacrifice himself because that's what this film is very heavily, he, heavy-handedly mm -hmm. suggesting that he mm -hmm. is going to be the one to do it. But yeah. he's too much of a self-centered dipshit to ever be the one to do yeah. that. They never laid the groundwork for this guy to actually no. be a decent human being. He's just a fucking uh, tool. Painful. Yeah. Because you want that. You want that redeeming quality yes. that you can almost relate to or can tie into or at least, like, have some sympathy for. And there's just nothing. You're like, 
Fucking sacrifice yourself already. Get it over with. Fuck off. I mean, I And told- now you're in a tank top. Okay. Can you... <laughs> Sooner than later Please. would be cool. The sooner right. the better. Clock's sticking. Movie's almost over. Whatever you want to just die and we can finish out the rest of this movie with our fingers crossed. Yeah. That'd be cool. I, uh... Fuck. I don't know. Like, it was just one of those things where I was like, I, I just don't... They didn't. They didn't earn that that sacrificial ending. Nope. Um, I got a couple of things in regards to that. We talked about like when he does dive at the very end, and he he's dropping <laughs> like that man drops so fucking quick. He. Oh, that's right. I don't care what weight you you would have to have, like the. How fast he drops, you would have to have, like, your body weight attached to you. Or more. To drop. Like, he was <laughs> dropping so fucking quick. He went feet first, and it was just like, boom! Straight down. <laughs> it's like they tied a car to his yeah. feet. And, and it was like, bye. <laughs> later. <laughs> and, like, not only is that not physically possible, but you would fucking explode. Yeah, your fucking eyes would pop out of your head Yes, probably. like there's I'm no way around it. But like, I'm sorry. Like, good lord. Your body needs to adjust to the pressure. Oh, he probably went down 100 feet in like... Yeah, I'm sorry. That just... Less than 10 just, seconds. That's, that's... Straight down feet first. Sorry, my suspension of disbelief has just been fucked. I don't give a fuck about mythological yeah. sharks. Yeah, it was just like... Scar baby <laughs> with fucking cowboy hats and eye patches. Like, I just don't give a shit. <laughs> and then he just gets down to death and just takes off this little, like, bat belt and just stops. Dude, he stops hard. Okay. <laughs> he stops. What like were those made of? He just stops like a car that just slammed on its brakes. Like, he goes, like he goes, he goes, yeah. like, literally, that's what it looks like. That's. Because it's what it was. Uh, suspension line. He just unclips his little bat belt that has fucking a ton of unknown just, metals. Literally. From Mars. Yeah. I mean, he literally lets go of it and the whole belt's just like, Shoop. as fast as he was. I'm like, well, that checks out. The other thing that could have killed the shark. And uh, just dropped it on top of the shark. <laughs> Wait! <laughs> Straight to the bottom. Sharks can't breathe if they don't swim. Ah, so you knock the shark out. You're good to go. the ocean floor about uh, 500 tons. I, uh... Win-win. The, then when he gets a hold of his family, like, hey, I did, just didn't know that they would be able to communicate via radio. Oh, they didn't have radios, so... Yeah, they didn't. They didn't have radios, oddly enough, but now they do. And um, then we not only radio, but radio <laughs> connected to a someone who's God knows how deep underwater. Uh, uh-huh. As they're speeding away uh, towards yeah. land, on really a raft. good, really good reception. Um, when multiple times he says to different characters, "I left you a gift in my bag." <laughs> I told you, I'm like, this you fucker were, Santa Claus? You were saying it as I was thinking it. I was like, what the fuck is this Santa Claus bullshit? Like, what's going on? 
<laughs> he immediately leads off with like the worker and is like, I left you something in my bag. And you're like, gift oh, in bag. yeah. And you're like, oh, that's cool. And then he pulls out. It's like, yeah, oh, it's, it's the, the pamphlet, all the things like, oh, saying that damn. the company was responsible. You can for, take um, Yeah. And then he like apologizes to his daughter and like says a heartfelt thing. Then he goes to his son. He's like, left you a gift in my bag. I'm like, were they named? Were they labeled? <laughs> Who's getting what now, Santa Claus? What are we fucking yeah, doing from the know. depths? <laughs> he just says. Was the pamphlet for your son or for him? There's a lot of shit in this bag. Who's whose? <laughs> Kid just pulls out a pair of jeans, a pair of Levi's. He's like, thanks, Dad. He's like, no, 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 it's a Rolex. <laughs> yeah, they're forty-two and thirty. There's the burgundy shirt. <laughs> the writing yeah it's just there's so much of it poor yeah it's just, very very poor yeah man they just didn't make it easy at all yeah it was painful well here's a, like, like the thing that i i thought about too like it's not it's not all the writing because um what's his name as uh is it uh Chattel? Uh, Where are we here? Oh, yeah. What is this actual one? Uh, yeah, Chato. Uh, Chato. Uh, he's... Uh, is it's, uh, the actor is uh, Julio Cesar Cedillo. Um, he's really good in the movie, actually. He's, without a doubt, the best actor in the film yes. and hands down i i Next buy all of his dialogue him. even though he is without a doubt a human exposition device <laughs> uh yes um every time he's talking he's just explaining shit yeah um or about angry. the myth and the lore which is fine but he he is just so much doing so much better acting than everyone else in this movie and he's he's dealing with the same dialogue so yeah it is it really is a case of like the actors not being able to rise above the material yeah that's the um, way i put it actually and if you're josh lucas who again i like a lot uh yes nothing works <laughs> It was like watching a play. Yeah, it was like but watching a, a high school. Camera. It was like watching a high school play. Is what it was like. It wasn't like watching like a legit play. It was like watching a high school yeah. play. Um, yeah, he he sinks the material for lack of a better yes metaphor. Um, Had he matched yeah. our other guys' just, level? Just, like we would have just been like a little bit of subtlety know, goes a long way. Yes, 
And a lot of bit of exaggeration also goes a long way. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. Fuck. Uh, but now that we've wrapped up all our business on Ben Gardner's boat, I'm yeah. a little bit hungry and I'm thinking that maybe we might join the Brodies for dinner. How was your day? Well, um, so here at dinners, dinner with Brodies, um, we just want to talk about what inspiration this film takes from our Ooh. namesake Jaws. Um, anything yeah. that, that stands out to you? I mean, that little voodoo thing really like ticks me off, not tick me off, but you know, it tickled your fancy is what it yeah, did. Yeah. It like, definitely like piqued my interest. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. We've talked about this. Yeah. Like, not that was really cool. Not that I, you know, hopefully they took inspiration from that, but. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I definitely see that being a, being an inspiration at, at the yeah. very, very least. Maybe. And that could be a reach. And I liked it the intro part of what little you do see mm -hmm. of the shark, which they do carry on <laughs> semi-aggressively to the rest of do. the film. Yes. You don't see a lot of the shark. Almost wanted to see more. Uh, especially much, much in a film like this. Much to the film's detriment. Yeah. Yes. I think that was, especially in the intro, I like that little tease of like, you just see a fin. And the way they had the oil smoking, basically, like, you can only see it. And it's like, is he hallucinating? Is he just, like, you know, scuba diver fear? Yeah. And, like, we talked about, I was like, man, I used to surf a lot more. Like, you, when you're in clear water, like, your brain just, like, tricks you. You know, you see seaweed moving around. I can't imagine being mm -hmm. underwater yeah. with yeah. gear and being able to, like, try and, like, not think of what yeah. your brain is trying to make you see. So that was a fun aspect in the beginning. Yeah. Specifically the beginning. But yeah, I thought that was cool. Uh, the one bit that I absolutely know they 100% without a doubt stole from Jaws is the part where Josh Lucas is about to dive in, into the water at the very end and he, he goes to put on his mask and he goes, <laughs> I got no spit. Yeah. In a very, like, you know. Loving. I was going to say, yeah, homoerotic, <laughs> like, fashion, he hands the, the mask to Chato, who spits in it for him, you know, and, you know, that might be the great romance of the, the film, as far as yeah, I'm true. concerned, because whatever very aggressive um, relationship Josh Lucas has with his, his wife is not... Uh, not nearly as as good as the scenes where Chato and Paul are throwing back tequila shots together. So um, there yep. there might be a little bit of a of, a budding romance too. there. But yeah, that that scene to me, I like. I think I I damn near spit myself. I was so like, oh my god, how yeah. fucking on the nose can right. you be? Come on, come on. Um, but I think those those are the big ones. Obviously, yeah. there's there's just I feel like this is a this is a very unique movie. Yeah, 
in the Shark Jaws verse where, um, you know, you have people going out and getting caught in a certain location. Mm -hmm. um, much, a lot like um, The Shallows. I was just going to say. I, I, I think which, without a doubt, no... no question is a better film and we will one day yeah. discuss that film Fuck, that's a good um movie. i loved that one but uh like i like that of you know going out yeah and being stuck right with a, a shark keeping you stuck there yep. I, I like that a lot actually. which is what i i mean i'm glad you brought it up because i was going to hit it next i'm like i love the aspect of these shallows and that I was hoping that was going to be an aspect of this, like yeah. that it's keeping them there, which it is. But I wanted it to like try harder. They they needed to have more like escape attempts, yeah. I think, in order for that to something, kind of feel, yeah. And like we talked about, like I was like disheartened as soon as they got to the rig and there were two people left. Yeah, and I was like, that's not enough. Yeah, not enough to get killed off, like. No, you need no. like a good group of people to like start doing outreach. Really, to if, get kicked off, and we need more shark. And if attempts. you if you don't count the the intro, which I really don't think you should, because no, that, that's just like you kind of assume that you're gonna have that sort yeah. of opening with a film like yeah. this. If you don't count that, then you only have three deaths in this film and only two of them are ones that are not related to the climax like so yeah. there's there's not a lot yeah. of, of death in this film no. which really kind of just lowers the stakes because yeah. the, the film never does anything to make you think otherwise yeah i even told you at some point where that like where the little boy falls in. I was like, oh my God, if they kill him right now, I will lose my fucking shit because this movie will go from piss poor to like, oh yeah, fuck yeah. They're, like, they're, they're doing good. shit. They're, they're fucking, they are throwing down. But of that would have been huge. They did not have the balls. That would have like, taken this movie off the yeah. rails in yeah. a completely different direction. Which is, had they done that. Yeah, which is, especially kinda, with the tempo it had. Yeah. Which is kind of what I think needed to happen. Yeah, but I agree. Um, someone else, yeah, needed to have a very significant aggressive scene. Yeah, that scene. Yeah, for it to you know keep itself where we thought it was could have gone. One could only hope. Yep. Well, um, as we uh, wrap up with dinner, I'm uh, finding myself. In need of a, a nightcap. <laughs> but uh, that's going to have to wait until our second episode. In which we continue our discussion of the uh, 2023 you. Megalodon film. That is not Meg 2. Not that one. Different. Uh, but is indeed, uh, in fact, uh, The Black Demon. Starring Josh Lucas, our boy. Um, so we oh, will, uh, we <laughs> will continue our discussion on the black demon and we will talk a little bit about, uh, the behind the scenes, hand out some awards and uh, give our final thoughts and rankings in our second and concluding episode. 
for this, the Johnny Jaws cast. Um, I am your host, Johnny Horror, with me, as always, my first mate, my uh, ride or die, B-Ride Calvert. Yeah, baby. And uh, we are signing off and, uh, you yeah, know, bidding you farewell and adieu. And uh, as always, uh, we will catch you motherfuckers on the flip side. Adios, muchachos!